Hi, my name is Agi Olo and there's nothing I love more than when a person is able to open their heart and express something to me that I recognize must be hard for them to do. A good old dose of honesty, love and some hugs always goes a long way. So here I am trying to access my truth and the truth of several other women who will take this journey with me. I must tell you it will be hard work because our truths have been layered over by the messaging of the patriarchy, the church, our families, our lovers and our friends. In this space though, we dig. We dig deep to access those truths and live them out loud. Welcome to She Magic. Hello lovers and friends. I hope you're doing great. Welcome to another episode of She Magic. I'm so glad that you are tuned in. This week has been quite interesting. I <laughs> I have discovered that we have not moved on from some things that I thought we have moved on from as women. So I received, I, I make a bunch of phone calls as part of my work on, on a weekly basis. And this week I received a random call at night, almost at midnight. And I was like, what is happening <laughs> so it's a it's a strange number i don't know who that is my first my first instinct is oh this is probably one of the people that i call because i don't save their numbers so i i am i receive the call and then it's this guy and he's speaking in a in a soft tone <laughs> you know midnight vibes <laughs> i'm like um okay what's happening and then he's like <laughs> anyway so he tells me his name and he and i'm like but i don't know who you are what's up and then he he hangs up and he he texts me and he says oh you gave me your number in town the other day so i was just calling to check it <laughs> century we've moved on from you know meeting the love of our lives on the street so that we can give them our number so that they can get in touch but no as it turns out we are still giving out our numbers to strangers on the street <laughs> hey able tell me what's that about anyway so that's case closed i have given up on the thought that i am going to meet some random person in town and give them my number and then that becomes like the love story of my life you guys but hey you know what do you if we are still giving out our numbers i, I mean i guess but this week we have a community shout out from one of the people who listen in to she magic and here it is actually thought that i was the only one who had an issue with like this part where you talk about wanting to go sing in church like you served in 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 you were i think in the choir and there was this time you wanted to sing but then you had a top that had a curtain and and so a lady told you the deacons shouldn't see your arms and so you can't sing a let me tell you been there done that i'm like it's it's crazy Aki, it's crazy how because may i remember me i was even told i can't hug my dad yeah i was told not to hug my father at because i have boobs and then he'll feel them and then 
and like when 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 someone told me this i was i was so young i think like my boobs were like just coming they were just so small i was in primary school and i couldn't to date a yani i couldn't hug my dad all through high school and like even these days i just give him a side hug like even when i want like a really good hug and then yeah those are the stories that we have been telling <laughs> ah, it's a bit crazy out there and i think this is the whole point of having this conversation that we get to be aware of how our stories merge with each other and i'm so grateful that asla is sharing her story and as a result is people who are going back and introspecting and thinking about what their own stories have been like so thank you so much for listening in this week we are still on with asla and she's going to give a reading um as she did last week and then we're going to have a conversation So stay tuned till the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. Thank you for being here. Imagine you're 11 going on 12. One morning, you wake up minding your own business. Your mother starts looking at you funny and asks you to stand in front of her. Oblivious, you do as she stares at your feet. She has been watching them over for some time now, and today she confirms her findings. your feet have been swelling in fact at this moment you cannot feel it but they are you deny her claims but as you look much closer you de- you realize it is in fact true moving on to the beginning of a new school year you show up in masai sandals in a sea of taffies your feet are left open if that doesn't call all the attention on you the doctors encourage you to elevate your leg even in class the solution handed to you is you have to sit with your legs raised on another chair kind of like a sofa in class i leave you to imagine the expression of the other kids faces and teachers walking into class Class 7, standard 7, grade 7, or whatever you call it, was an awkward year for me. We had just been shuffled into new streams and this is how I arrived. My first impressions on my classmates were all over the place. It doesn't help that in that year, varicose veins appeared in our textbooks as we studied diseases of the cardiac system. A good number of people will go on to claim that it is indeed varicose veins and they know because they study science. Somehow, you are never in that class and all the hospital tests you are subjected to don't really count. Well, there's the it's elephantiasis club because there is a mosquito strain that does that. Very few will believe in idiopathic edema or take my word as final. It's not a big deal. It's not a disease and it doesn't need to be cured. Idiopathic is a fancy way for doctors to say we have no fucking idea and edema means swelling. So when I said I have idiopathic edema, it loosely translates to I have no fucking clue why my feet are swelling. Many more claims would follow from public diagnosis. I was just lazy. Despite being subjected to endless exercise drills from the drama club, 
against the doctor's recommendation. Sitting with legs elevated meant I had to compensate by doing better so that my image is not matched with slacking. Nonetheless, I would never save my image, not in the midst of pubescent hormones of teenage years. The swollen feet would continue to change my normals from simple things like not wearing heels to defining even what kind of closed shoes I could wear. Arguments with my mother on whether to sit or stand. The most annoying of all, jeans not fitting just because of one damn swollen foot. You're in primary school yet again. We are back to your primary school self and you are diagnosed with this thing that is not a thing really. So it's yeah. idi- <laughs> it, you call it what idiopathic edema. So what's happening in this in this space now with your perception of image and your body? What's happening? I feel like <laughs> this is the most interesting thing since like uh, when I was about 10, class 4. So I was in Lyons. Lyons Nakuru is like known for being in drama and doing well for drama. And when I was very young, I was really trying to join that club. <laughs> yeah. But Walini Kata. <laughs> yeah. But then, so I was in music, and then I guess through music, they were just like, oh, this girl has something. Finally. Mm. <laughs> then I joined it. So in this space, it's really like you're, you're like, I'm really exposed yeah. to being seen, and I want to present my best, my very best, best self. self, look nice in whichever costume, perform, whatever. I can't really say because half of if you're in uniform, you're in uniform. Yeah, there's nothing much you can do in uniform. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, and also let's say when you have rehearsals over the weekend, you come in home clothes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you want to present your best self. Yeah. So at this point, with my image, it was just like it was such a conflict, and even with the sandals, I feel like if I. Dad, like when I changed which sandals I was wearing, like there was always someone snooping and just be like, mm-hmm. she has other sandals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave me alone. I already have a swollen, swollen feet. Yeah. For whichever reason. Nobody knows why they're swelling, <laughs> exactly. but they're swelling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I was. And so teachers and, and other adults aside, they feel like you being a girl and being in this limelight. Did it feel like it affected how you approached even showing up? Yeah. Um, I mentioned like something about like being seen as lazy. Because mm-hmm. mm. really, there's people who will just be like, oh, I can't, I can't hike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless I really, really plan or prepare my body for it. I can't just say, oh, we are going for a hike in Longo And I yeah. was like, yeah, no, I'll struggle the following week. And the idea someone has, it's like, ah girls you just don't like working mm. you are just lazy, lazy. <laughs> i don't know what it's like but no it has nothing to do with that so i feel like those things as such and also let's just talk about in this school is in nakuru nakuru is semi-arid mm-hmm. and it's a very dusty town mm. so while everyone else is getting like that picked up and stuck on socks yeah. and shoes. So I get the same dirt like straight on my on legs, my on my yeah. feet. So I feel that was also a big struggle just 
trying to be clean. Yeah. Being me, I just give up. <laughs> You're like, I can't do this. I'm gonna be a child, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. So you 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 move on into the next season, which is now high school, which is what we are doing, and you pick up like an exercise routine that you can manage. And high school. So when we got into high school, there was a compulsory compulsory evening run. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Do do you want to arrive in from one and then suddenly being told you have to run CG for how long? Yeah, and every then, evening. Yeah, and we the school this school was like next to Hell's Gate, so <laughs> just I don't know um, for some reason I've never been to Hell's Gate, but indirectly, hey guys, I've been to Hell's Gate. <laughs> like we used to see the animals, the giraffes, yeah. the turtles. They were just like the oh, no, near there, near like you can see them from somewhere there. And there was a place that actually people used to go and pick them, porcupine spikes to pick them. Yeah, for what? See to just see to just pick them because you they, have a porcupine spine. Yeah, because they're in the wild. <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, porcupine spine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And also, you know, you can't, you don't actually want to see a real porcupine. You just want. Oh, to you pick. just want the yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So we are just like ah, you, the terrain is bad. This school literally had a lower field. And an upper field because what is the Great Rift Valley? Mm, <laughs> so yeah. there's there's such things happening, and then you literally go around the school. The terrain is that goes up, goes all the way down, and then I don't know where. And then you go back to do whatever you're doing. Mm. So at that point, I was just like, mm, I must keep this. <laughs> That's mean for one. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. And then fast forward to around. Form four, four, yeah, everything just goes to form four, but it could have been earlier. Mm. At some point, I was just like, "Oh no, it wasn't form four. This should be form three. By the time we get to form three, we used to do a lot of performances for music fests. Kwanza do your dance. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> you, know, you know that one is an yeah. energetic yes, one. Yes, yes. <laughs> so when you used to perform, I used to get very wary tired like i just felt like i, I was heaving too much so mm. what i want to do is do a run and try to be more fit like more stronger for the exercise for the, and for the dance yeah for the dance because in real sense i can't really say this is my weight or anything mm. when you're in school so i was, so I was just like well, i'm going to pick it up and i started picking it up i was just like day one okay basketball court five just five rounds mm. i did my five rounds i was like okay not bad. <laughs> i feel nice yeah I feel nice so what we'll do the, the following week we'll just do five rounds and then maybe next week i'll add six so yeah i was i was like i was very logical mm. <laughs> i was not stretching myself i do that and it actually felt really good do a morning run and then sit in class. I used to sleep. <laughs> okay, not really sleep, but like doze off. Those, those morning lessons, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Either the teachers or <laughs> something. Either them or me. Something was something a problem. Was not working. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I was just so, when I started doing that, I was just like, mm, mind and check, everything check. So I'm mm. just going to keep up this. So the thing that happened was like. 
the people who had to do that our evening run mm. that was at that point now fast forward later years later it was cancelled the run the, the run was cancelled because uh-huh. it was just like a necessary work to manage girls <laughs> running around <laughs> or they didn't want to keep yeah because having girls running every evening means there needs to be someone to, to supervise sure, that yeah, exactly oh. so they were just like the, the prefects the captains don't feel like doing it the teachers on duty are not keen on it so psh. they removed it <laughs> yeah it was just removed so fast forward so when i started i was just like I'm doing this for my own good. Mm. <laughs> so I just started doing it. And then I was so random day I'm walking around in the corridors and then someone just asked, Just like so yeah, I'm running. Mm. <laughs> and so like so see can you new phone I I'm just like, hmm? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't feel like it. It was I don't I felt like I had a choice. Yeah. And I chose the lighter route mm. at that point. So at that point I'll just be like yeah it was pretentious of me I'll just be like yes I it's 100% okay. <laughs> admit it it was very pretentious I did not run if you're still jealous guess what it's two years later get yeah, over move it move on <laughs> <laughs> but then what was funny is like how it evolved to like now like more smacky comments mm. and just be like hey umana I can be here then so they just keep checking up on you which is weird why are you checking up yeah. on someone who's, who's running, running? <laughs> and then they just be like keeping track of uh, keeping track of things or like asking us like has she lost any weight I didn't know. Strange. <laughs> People have big aspirations so for you're, me. You're, you're, running, you're just running, but like, are you losing weight? I was like, oh, I was supposed to. I, I, I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know. Mm. Just be like, uh, and then just be like, you think, I even think like you think your leg will stop swelling. I'm just like, I knew. I knew. Yeah. Nothing would happen. Yeah. No matter what I did. So mm. I feel like that was funny that. Even in a sea of all these girls, they are just like, you can't be doing all this exercise just. Just. just like, they, 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 you can't. There's just. no concept of, of just doing exercise for wellness. Yeah. If yeah. it's not to manage your weight or your body image. Yeah. Exactly. And high schoolers are like 14 to 18 mm. around 14 to 18 mm. but they already already the idea of exercising probably the juicing and the and the eating less or not eating at all all of those random things that people get into um the diets that's how it's not for, it's it's not for wellness it's to manage your body you sound like you are you are already very clear on where well, yeah, that's not um, it's not my goal like it's <laughs> i wasn't trying to lose weight yeah because actually the habit i picked it up from primary school when i was trained when i was trained to perform in primary school we used to arrive in practice work out and then start it's like work out that's just physical full body warm up do voice warm up and then do the actual rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. So when I went to high school, I'm just like, oh, you don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just come and sing and dance. Wow. Easy life. 
<laughs> so I was hooked to the idea of just doing exercise for other purposes other mm. than losing weight or whatever yeah. way earlier on. Mm-hmm. And and you can see it even when people are advertising, you know, workout routines or whatever. What they're always advertising is weight loss. It's they're not advertising wellness. Or if they're advertising wellness, it has a shame angle to it. To <laughs> oh, so you need to not be breathing a certain way when you climbed just a fleet of stairs. <laughs> which is very difficult i don't know just like i i use workout <laughs> videos to exercise but i can sometimes i i was like in through your nose out through your mouth i'm done I'm it's done. not supposed to be pretty you know you're doing actual physical work like you can't be looking i don't know how when you're working out you'll just be like oh my goodness oh my goodness my my personal philosophy around wellness is it has to be all around i can't be fit and then my brain is just playing tricks on me for a but you're not doing enough a but you're not like you don't look like so and so interesting that in your story it's something that started like girls who are like 14 no or 15 or 16 no and then women who are 30 28 also no we're just like we're all just in a rat race to lose weight yeah but then the weight catches up with you anyway that's true and then the the other problem is just like so you lose weight and then then, because even with exercise you can exercise and gain weight because muscle yeah yeah so what feeling do you want and still the idea of selling an ideal image mm. I, I, I don't know why I can't get revenge body with Chloe <laughs> Kardashian out of my head <laughs> oh, Chloe Kardashian had a revenge body for her ex No, for she, she had a whole show called revenge body oh. where people came to lose weight to get a revenge body oh, to tell so people bad. yeah to see I lost weight now I am looking hot and you left me <laughs> you left all these goodies but i'm just like can you even trust the kardashians they're pretty like <laughs> something else <laughs> why are you trusting her are you sure and you have plus she has money yeah, to, exactly. to go get all the do you have the money <laughs> when you work out and then maybe um let's say you work too much of your legs so, <laughs> not legs yeah because i feel like there's a time i used to do a lot of skip rope i didn't like do things like squats and things so like the body shape changed and like do, having like such a change was like so is that that's still healthy yeah yeah but by but standards, your body has changed people are just like mm, there's something wrong there's something wrong with you there's something wrong with your body <sighs> You gotta come out looking like I don't know what. You need to look a certain way. For you, working out has become about your strength and health. I will acknowledge the fact that that's not the case for most women. And for me, I guess the reason we have this conversation is to say that I feel like for this particular conversation, um, exercise, image, our body image, um, it comes down to your health and your wellness and for me personally it has to be all around it has to be just thinking plus like when you just look in your mirror just love that 
love that <laughs> and that's uh, yeah because yeah. that's important there's there's nothing else you're going to get love whatever there's nothing mm. it's, it's, it's just a body it's a body honestly oh there's a there's a lady i listened to who i think she put it very in a helpful way for me it was helpful to think of, of it like that so she says that what she, she's a coach so what she does with her with her clients is so she's not going to tell you to go into the mirror and say I'm a goddess. You know the way <laughs> we speak to the mirror and you're like for you to love your body you have Stand to in superwoman pose. Yes. And say how you're a goddess and you and blah 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 make declarations. No, 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 no. Because if you don't believe it, you don't believe it. Mm. Like no matter how many times you say it. But there's something else that you can say that's true, which is this is a body like it is a body that's neutral and it's true and your brain believes it sometimes you try to convince yourself thing about things you don't believe because you've been you've been cultured to believe that they are not good so you can try to convince yourself that they are good but then starting from like just neutral just don't feel the need to convince yourself that your tummy is like the tummy of a goddess <laughs> or whatever <laughs> no no it's okay that's 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 work for later now just a tummy and it's just a body and these are just legs and this is i don't know what else people are conscious about whatever it is they are just what it is and then you move forward from there so yeah that's it Thank you so much for tuning in to part two of Body UDOD, my conversations with Asla December. It's been such an amazing time, y'all. And next week we are having the last part of our conversations. And I hope it's been an interesting series for you as much as it has been for me. That's it for this episode. Remember, your feminineness is magic. You are beauty and love and goodness. You deserve to speak and live in your truth. Take care of yourself. This has been She Magic and I'm your host, Agi Olo. Talk to you next week.